time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Startup Marketing, Part 2. This week I promised to tell you what it is you're going to tell the world. Well, if we step all the way back to the first few weeks of this podcast, I challenged you to describe what you do, what problem you're solving in a paragraph and a sentence. And I challenged you to do the same thing with the solution. Can you describe your solution in a paragraph and a sentence? Well, here's where you get to use that information. So you get to put it on your website. Your website's going to start with what problem are you solving and how do you solve it? Now, the third part, what comes after that, depends on who the audience is for this website. If it's customers, well, then the next thing you're going to do is try and convince them to buy something or in some way start the sales process. Now, maybe the website exists just to find partners. And so if that's true, you probably want to have them contact you. You want to have a contact page. And it may be that this website exists solely to interest investors. And we'll talk about investing in some future week and the complexities of the regulations around all that. So generally, what you can't do in the U.S. is ask for money. But you can, in fact, ask them to contact you if this sounds interesting. The key here is to understand the audience, understand who you're writing this text for, and that will inform you on what it is you actually have to say. But in all cases, you're going to start with the problem and the solution because that's what they want to know. That's what everybody who comes to your website wants to understand is what do you do? And what you do is you solve some problem in some particular manner, which is your solution. Now, what do you put out on your social media? First thing you should do, you should definitely post a link back to your website, right? Post whatever it is you put on your website out on your Facebook page and your Twitter feed and any any other social media you have there. That should be your first post. But what else do you post out there? Well, one technique for getting people aware of your company is to get them aware through your social media outlets that you have a feed that is of interest to them. And what I mean by feed is that you are posting interesting material that may not be written by you, may be written by others, probably is written by others, that's simply interesting to share around, that you become an authority for informing the people in your industry what's going on. And if you do a good job at that, people will start following you on social media, and then when you post things about your company, they'll read those too. In addition to posting to social media, you should also create a corporate blog and post to it at least once a month. Post some story about something that's going on around your company on the blog once a month. And again, the blog is usually an add-on or something built into your website, right? So if you're in WordPress, every WordPress site is a blog. And if you're on Squarespace, you can add in a blog. And if you're using a site that helps you create a single-page website, well, then you can go to a site that helps you make a blog like Medium or Blogger, and you can simply create a blog over there and point to it with your single-page site. The reason you want to have a blog is because these are then stories that other people can share when they're doing these same content marketing techniques while they're trying to be the curators of the market that you both are in. Well, they'll start posting stories that you've written, and that'll get you seen and so forth and so forth and build itself up, right? That's really what social media is about, is being seen, being part of a grand conversation that does not happen in a single room. Okay, so now you understand you need to put out some content into the world, but how you say this content is as important as what it is you put in that content. 
And what I mean by that is there's three rules that I tell everybody to follow. First rule is you need to sound like your company is up and running and has been around for a while. So you don't start out any sentence with XYZ company founded in 2018. Because here we are in 2018, that does not make it sound like you've been established. right? If you got started last year, the year before that, that also is not terribly established. So just leave it out. If you don't tell people when you got started, they'll assume you've been around for a while. It also means when we say established, well, that means you have a good-looking, modern-looking website. right? It means you have a good logo. It means it looks like you have someone professional who's worked on your marketing materials. And these days, that doesn't necessarily mean you have someone on staff. It doesn't mean you have a staff of 10 in a marketing department. It just means you've taken the time to go find the tools that have been designed by designers. So again, if you come to the fledge.co website, I didn't design the website. I picked out the template. Picking out the template is something that takes about a half an hour. Filling out the template is something that might take a few hours. But the beauty of that website, well, I did not do that from scratch. And if you found this podcast on the Lunar Biscuit website, you'll note it looks a whole lot like the Fledge website because you know what? They use the same template. Now, I run more than one website, and it's a whole lot easier if everything's sitting on the same template in the same format and so forth. Okay, so now you understand you need to look established. And another way to look established is rule number two, which is speak in the present tense. Try really hard never to speak in the future tense unless it's absolutely necessary. So you're not XYZ company that will be building a marketplace, da-da-da. You are XYZ company that is building a marketplace or whatever it is you're doing. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you are working on your business plan. And if you're working on your business plan, you are in fact doing your company. The product might not be ready for sale yet, but if you talk about it like it's going to happen in the future, people will just simply dismiss you until it actually exists. And that doesn't help you right now. What you need right now is attention. You need people to come and help you. And the more it sounds like it's real, the higher the likelihood that someone will come along and help you or join your company or invest in you or whatnot. And that brings us to the third rule, which is act funded, which is very hard to do if you're at the stage where you have no money, you're still working on your business plan, you have few resources and whatnot. But what you should always do is act as if you're always funded. And here's what I mean by that. Again, last week I talked about making a logo. The Fledge logo cost me $305. It looks gorgeous. It looks like it was created by a high-end studio. The first Fledge website was professionally done. Uh, It's not quite as good as the current website, but still, it looked professionally created. It looked like I spent thousands of dollars on that. And really, what was it? It was about a $50 template, a $10 a month subscription, to host a WordPress site and maybe about two days of my time to throw all the pieces together and throw all the images on there to make it look great. But you know what the result was? Well, the result was everybody thought that this company existed forever, even though it was brand new and it was in fact two days on the internet, it still looked like it had been around for a while. And I had been blogging for a while, so I took one more trick, was to take some of my old blog posts and post them on the Fledge blog so that it didn't look brand new either. It looked like it had been around for a while. Other ways to look funded, print good business cards. 
don't go to the local stationery store and print really simple business cards. Go spend a little bit of money either on 99designs or one of the other many sites on the internet that will design you a business card and go around with nice-looking business cards. They're about $0.10 a piece if you print them in bulk. They're not terribly expensive, but it makes it look again like you're an established company. And then there's lots of little things you can do. If If you're invited to go speak in an event and they're giving you a table to present at, all you need to put on that table is your logo. You can print a little sign at the local printer your business cards, and maybe one of those fancy pop-up signs. You know what those things cost? They're about $100. They're not terribly expensive. And when you have your logo created on the internet, make sure they give you a file like an Illustrator file or an EPS file, and then you can simply upload that to the company that does the banners, and lo and behold, for $100, you can have a pop-up banner. Again, it makes it look like you are a funded company instead of one or two people who are struggling to try and find some help. If you follow this advice, you put out that content, well, you know what? In a few weeks or a few months, you are an established brand. You do look real because you are real. And now you get to the next part, which is so does every other company, right? Everyone else is going to follow this advice too. So the next thing to worry about in terms of marketing is how you stand out across all this noise, how you stand above all this noise. And the answer is simple to explain, but really hard to do. It's all about purple cows, and we'll talk about that next week.